It's the history of football we knows about And we want to expand what we know We'll become such intelligent gentry With every kick-to-kick show Beginning in the time 1870s Right through to the modern day Tune in for Timmy Coops and the Kazman To hear what they all have to say Welcome to uh, the Kick to Kick, Kick to Kick podcast. This Welcome. is a special little episode we are releasing. Um, Charlie, you and I went and interviewed Jack Jones way we back did. in 2019. It was, yeah, 2019, um, a while ago. In preparation for our World War, World War II special, which we focused on last year. Um, and we've, we've played lots of snippets of that throughout the episodes where we it's been have, relevant. Because he was just a wealth of knowledge. He was. Um Unfortunately, in the meantime, he has since passed away. Yeah, so we were very lucky. I mean, when we saw him, he was 94, I think, yeah, already. Yeah, and so kicking along. Absolutely. Mm. Um, so we thought we would release the whole interview so yes. you can have a listen to our chat with him. You've definitely... we would You would have heard most of it already in different snippets, but there were a few There's little more lovely said, moments. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, he talked more about his time after leaving Essendon as well, about going to the country and... Yes. That as well. So. He, d- he certainly did, and yeah. talked talk to, to us about his uh, continuing relationship with Essendon. Yes. Also, mm. Which is really lovely. So sit back and enjoy the uh, sounds of Dick... Uh, Dick? Jack Jones. Yeah, we'd love yeah, to. Yeah, all right. Start up. First question. First question. Um, well, I know you're an Essendon supporter and playing Essendon, but as a kid, who did you go for? Essendon. I was born in Astrid Vale. Yeah. About four, four or five streets from the showgrounds. Yeah. That was the showgrounds off Union Road. If you ever heard of Union Road in Astrid Vale, there was yep. a murder over there years ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that anymore. <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, and uh, my father said in 1933, he said, would you like to go to the football? Because kids didn't go to the football. Oh, okay. You know, it was, it was just... couldn't see. Yeah. No grandstands or anything like yeah. that. Oh, there, there was a grandstand. You'd never get in them. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, I went to see Dick Reynolds. I can't remember much about it, but he filled me in as I grew up until I was there when I went in the army. Yeah. That's where I started. Oh, I was a Essendon reporter before that. Yeah. He used to listen to it on the radio. Yeah. She had no TV and that, yeah, you, know, you know. Yeah. So you, was your dad an Essendon supporter or you just... I was, was always... Well, I was red and black and... Really one eye and black and the other. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw a big relic and then... And that was his first game? And I... First game he played. Oh, that's unbelievable. And 13 years later after I come back... Back from until I was 18, was called up to go in the army. Yeah. And I, when I came back from the war, I played in three premierships and seven consecutive grand finals. Yeah. That's um, what, what a time. When I first saw him when he was eight, eight years old. You That's played in that many together. Yeah, wow. Yeah, after, after, after me, after go, I, Dad said, we want to go to the football. We've got the best recruit ever. Yeah. And I wasn't <laughs> far... Um, Far from the truth, were they? No, no. Oh, and uh, anyway, yeah, I said, yeah, yes, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember much from the game? No, I no, no, I was only eight and a half. Yeah, yeah it's tricky. Yeah. And and then you so you played juniors. Who did you play junior footy with? With uh, so uh, uh, YGW side under eighteen. Then I went into the army. I never went up to try to get into Western then. Yeah, I had no idea. And after the war. We had to wait 
It's just all right. It's yeah, 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 it's just uh, After the war, we had to wait for a bunch of a ship. We didn't know how long. Yeah. So they, they got the bulldozer in and made a football ground. We, we, this was in Bougainville, is that right? Bougainville. Yeah. Yeah, not in New Guinea. It was not enough flat, flat ground in New Guinea. No, of course I'd not. I'd been in New Guinea for 10 months. Yeah. Then we came over for leave and then then we went went back to Bougainville. We, we were on there for... I'll explain it in a minute, for 12 months. Yeah. At any rate, uh, where was I at? Uh, so they, bull- they bulldozed the ground for yeah, you? Yeah, that's right, they made the ground. They got some grass roots from somewhere, and it grew in about 10 days. The <laughs> heat grew humidity <laughs> over there. Yeah. And at uh, any rate, they played football, they played rugby, they had athletic carnivals. Yeah. And we were there four months. Yeah. Before we got a ship, because there was yeah, that wow. many all the way, yeah, yeah, all the islands around. They had to get everyone Solomons home. and that. Mm. We had to just wait our turn. So it's quite funny. We had blokes sitting on the edge of the water, you know, that some of them were married and they had kids and they wanted oh, yeah. to get home. Yeah. They're just sitting there. And the war finished on the 15th of August, and I got home on the 12th of December. Wow. Four months less, three days less than four months. Yeah, that's amazing. And, uh, uh, my mother walked up the street as, as she must have seen me turn the corner, got off the tram after going, coming from Royal Park to go on leave for a bit of leave. And we, did, we thought we'd finished, but we certainly wasn't. That's uh, from Bargain, uh, from New Guinea. Yeah. yeah. So we spent another 12 months on Bargainville after we, had a, we went up the Atherton Tableland. Yep. And did, did jungle training again up there. Okay. And then all of a sudden said, yeah. You're off. The boats arrived. We got where we, they wouldn't tell you where we're going. Yeah, yeah. You never know. So, so you came back to Australia between New Guinea and going to Bougainville. Yeah. I, I, well, what happened? We were in New Guinea first. Yep. Then we come over leave. Yeah. And I said we went up the Athens Tableland. Yeah. And then, then ship we got the ship came in. and We didn't know where, until we were getting off onto the barges. Then to run up and hope we didn't get a, an invite from the Japanese when we got off the ship, but there was yeah. nobody there at the time. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, when I got home and spoke to my mother, she said, there's three letters there from football clubs. I said, they'd be writing to me. <laughs> this is about two in the morning. Yeah. One from Williamstown, one from Brunswick, both from the association. Say it's scouts around then, that's why I'm telling you that. Yeah. yeah. And I got one from Essen. Wow. And the ceilings were here where my mother lived was as high as these were. Yeah. I would I reckon I nearly went through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I still didn't think I'd get a game. Yeah. At any rate, uh, I went up there and uh, one of my mates I was at school with and went to the same school in Ashford Vale. And when the first practice match came up, he said, now, they, did, they wanted to interview me, and, that, and that they said, don't come up early, you'll, you'll play with all the rats and mice. <laughs> That's the blokes every year to go up there, they've got no chance to get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm looking at me clock all morning. This is a true story, this one. Look at, look, look. I've got to go, oh, no, I better wait, I better wait. I went up there, went up and trained with it, played in a game. Yeah. The paper came out on the Monday, recruit Jones Shines. Nice. I said, gee, how easy is this? <laughs> I, I, did, I did play well anyway. Anyway, yeah. the try kept training, and next week I, I went up late and played. As they got all the other the blokes are not going to get in the league yet. We got rid of them. Got rid of them. And uh, 
I got the paper on the Monday morning. Jones shines again. <laughs> I got one kick. <laughs> <laughs> the bloke must have been at the pub down the road down there. Yeah. Essen Junction, I think. <laughs> I said, how long has this been going on? I said, you know. Anyway, I kept trying and got in the first side on the list. Yeah. Two of us out of a hundred blokes. Wow. And got on the list. Jeez. And then I played eight games. Then I contracted malaria. It must have been I didn't get up the islands. Oh, wow. got up. So you got it when you came home? Yeah, when I, came I, lost, out. I lost a stone in weight. Yes. And uh, I was back in two weeks. And I went straight back into the side. And I, ne- I never, I never played. Never played in the seconds? No. <laughs> yeah. No, I never. I read that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and that's where it went from. Yeah. Amazing. And then with Reynolds, and then three years later, Coleman came, because I was about four years older than him. Yeah. Well, he played 98 games, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I played in about 96 with him. Wow. And a little story, funny story. We were in the rooms, we were both out. I broke my finger and I was out for a game. Yeah. This is later when John came. Yeah. And uh, he, he said, Jonah, oh, they called me Jones, Jonah, you know. Yeah. Jonah, they. Nobody's coming up and talking to us. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, why would they? I said, they don't, they're not interested in us today. We can't win the game for them. Yeah. And I was surprised that John said that. Yeah. But he was a great player. Yeah. I had I had the I had the armchair ride watching him. Yeah. I played the half forward most of the time. Yeah. But Reynolds used to put me in the ruck for ten minutes every quarter. Okay. On the forward line that's week. And then and then I'd go in the ruck for ten minutes and then I'd go back to my place and the bloke that took my place and and, and go back to the back uh, forward pocket. Yeah. Anyway, then if the centre half back was out I get shifted there. Yeah. I was a utility player. Yes. I think I won about five out of the nine years I was there. Yeah. Because I You could move around. He used to be all the time. When Colvin and Reynolds and Hutchison were playing for, for Victoria, I would go to four I played in four four. I kicked me hundred goal at four four yeah. actually. Nice. Did you? When John was playing that's when, when, when I was four four that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and then just kept rolling along, you know. Yeah, amazing. So if sorry, I, can I backtrack a little bit? Yeah. Where the three letters that you received from the clubs, how would they, how would they scouted you? Like where well, where did that come from? My father was born in Williamstown. Yeah. I reckon there that's where that come from. So one of his mates or grew yep. up with or something like that, or the cousins all lived in Williamstown and Footscray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, the Brunswick one, probably the same thing. Yeah, yeah, cool. that's that same area. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and I never found out, yeah, yeah that's the go. first year. <laughs> I never found out who sent the, the letter to Wesson. From Wesson. I was at a, I was at a uh, players' dinner. And I was talking to Ray Watts that played with Wesson in the 30s and he was in the in the armies in the air force, he won a DFC, and uh, we talked away there. With the other, uh, he said to me, "How did you come to get to Essendon?" Yeah. And that, I told him the story that I just told yeah. you, you know. And I said, "I never found out who sent the one from Essendon." And the other bloke, next thing, name was Lester Begley. Yeah. 
He said, Will you know now, Jack? I said, What do you mean I know now? I sent the letter. Oh, there oh. you go. He was an ex Essendon player. Yep. He was older than me, but he was in the army up there. And, and so he, he saw me playing the games. Yeah. In, in Bougainville, for those that was about Bougainville. 30 years after I came back. That's amazing. Yeah. So for all that time, you, you never knew who sent it? Yeah, no. No. And then just sitting there at dinner one night? Yeah, and Les Begley was a bloke that uh, the wrote the letter. So he was over there in Bougainville with you. Yeah, he saw yeah, you, sent yeah. the letter to Essendon and said, yeah. oh, he, got, he, he was you got to get this I don't done. even know what he... I never met him over there, but Harold Lambert, who got in the Hall of Fame with us uh, last June, uh, he uh, he was up there too, yeah. and he was mostly new kitty, and I knew him, but I, he reckons we talked to one another over there, I can never remember him, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> but we're, we've been great mates ever since. He's, still, he's the eldest living player. Oh, okay. He's 97. On the 16th of May, I think it is. Wow. Harold Lambert, and he got it. And uh, and the other one is Noel Allison, a chap that is a, it's a funny thing, a little story. They used to call us the twins, Noel and myself. Yeah. Because my wife was born on the same day as Noel, we used to call oh, them wow. the twins. We <laughs> used to call them the twins. Nice. She's 93 and I'm 94. Yeah. And Noel, he's the other one there. So there's Harold, me, and Noel. They're the only three that are left yeah. out of when I played. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, was football always something you wanted to do? Play, that? Playing league football, was that something you always wanted to do? Oh, yeah. I just didn't think I was good enough. Yeah. To be honest. No. I said, oh, well, uh, but I've got to go up and train with my idol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure only a kid's still only 20. Yeah. There's only five million people in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, what else do you want to know? Um, so, obviously, World War Two broke out in 39. Was it there always that expectation that you would go? Well, the, not in 39, but what was I? I was uh, 15. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't go in until I, as soon as I was 18, I received a letter to go and report to the Royal Park where you had to get a medical. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I went there. That was in 1942. Yeah. So I started for 42. Three years and five months I was in the army. Yeah. And, and I got out on about, luckily, about a month before the football season started that year. <laughs> like eight games before the... That's when I first got on the list that you were, and they said, you're in the side, they were what, they're at the dinner, and they're going to, and they did a pre-season dinner, yep. season, and they're going to uh, announce the side, and the bloke said, and he said, you're in the side, Jack. And I said, oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you remember your first game? Yeah, the at Footscray it was. At Windy Hill? No, Footscray. Oh, at Footscray. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I played before Reynolds, that's when I went to see Reynolds. And I played the first game of Footscray too. There you go. And we both, both of us got beat on that day. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got beat. Do you remember the feeling of running out there? Oh, yeah, because all my cousins were there and they were telling all their mates. I've got about 20 cousins that live in Footscray. My father, my father uh, was one of six boys. And uh, they all lived in Seddon and Footscray and Sunshine, all. And uh, 
dad only moved to Ashavar. Yeah. I went to the same school that uh, that all, all my family went to. And I was in the hospital, funny thing, I was in the hospital with me, my broken hip and uh, the, the, the nuns that gave us communion, uh, uh, they come around, you know. Oh, what school are you from? What school did you teach at? She said, design in Ashford Vale. I said, you're joking. <laughs> That's the school I went to. That's amazing. Yeah. And then the next week, another another ex-nun, that they, they were too old, they were in their 70s, I reckon, but they wouldn't have taught me. But uh, funny how you run into people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was the mood in Melbourne like in, in that era? In that, like when, when, football? When, no, when the war was on, was it? Oh, well, I wasn't there for, for three yeah, hours. No, but I suppose leading up to 42 before you left. Yeah, oh, no, well, only a kid growing up, you know. And uh, there wasn't too many uh, blokes around in those days. Yeah. There's a lot of girls, but no, no. no, no blokes, you know. Because, mm. uh, well, a lot of them. A lot of the girls were working in, yeah. in uh, on the farm. They sent them on the farms oh, and everything course. like that to, to get the food for us and that. There was no planes. The first ride I had was in a DC three. Oh yeah. We went from uh, Shaggy Ridge, where the airstrip was. That was a a great big mountain, and the Japs were dug in the hills. You couldn't walk up; you had to walk around. Around it, really. And uh, we flew from there to Sador in a in a DC three. Wow, and that's. And when they bought the hangar out there, I was at the opening. Stand next to a bloke that worked there. That was in an old uh, uh, aeroplane hangar. Yeah. And James Heard and Mark Thompson were sitting in the cockpit, and I said, "I'd be first riding the plane on, on a DC three. He said, "Where were you?" He, I said, "I was in Sador." in New Guinea. He said, I worked in Sador. He wouldn't read about it. <laughs> he was only about 50. Oh yeah. yeah. So he was just And this was uh, well after the war. He, oh, well. And, he, and we didn't watch much of the ceremony. We started talking about just what, what it was like. And, <laughs> and it was unbelievable. I said, he said to me, oh, I, I worked in Sador after the war finished. Yeah. Um, did you take a football with you when you went to war? No, I never had a football. No. No. That, the, they had, we never took one, but yeah. all we used to do when we were waiting to go up front, if the football was around, you play end to end, you know, yep. kicking and marking, you yeah. know. Bit of jack in the pack type. Because yeah. the funny thing, I was talking, I was up in the Tuga at the weekend where one of my great granddaughters was one, and Brereton came on the screen and I said, we had a Brereton play with us. That was in, a, in the army, got killed actually. We lost 91 killed and 197 wounded. Yeah. But we had nowhere near the, the amount that some of the other battalions had, like a Coca Trail. Yeah. If I had been seven months or eight months older, I probably wouldn't be here then. Is that right? Yeah. Because they, those oh, guys they, they lost like pretty much the whole battalion. Reinforcements had to go back up there all the time. Yeah. Just while I was not eligible to go. Yeah, yeah of course. And when, when you were 18, you got called up and it, you, you had a V number. Yep. So V505, 545, I think my wife from memory. And uh, so the whole battalion decided that 
get out of the eggs with it. Yeah. They, to, they could take you anywhere in the world. Is that right? That's something new, I suppose, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and mine was VX four one eight four one six, and that was a, a V. New South Wales was NSW oh, for them, but yep. Brisbane and everything like that. Yeah, Q, yeah, okay. Yeah. And were you able to um, keep uh, track of any like of what was going on at home in the footy when you were over there? Like, yeah, well, well, I listened to the bloodbath. We listened to the bloodbath. Did you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was 45 when the war finished. Oh, you were still just sitting around. And you were in Bougainville at that stage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had radio sets and that there. And uh, and we played football, we played against some good players. I think there was three. One day I played down at Hawthorne, a chap by the name of Jack Hester. He was 19th man and he was coming out to his group. Yeah, he actually came over to to me. I didn't see him. And he only played about three games. And about well, ten years ago I met a, another the captain of our battalion. He 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 wanted to see me so we met at the Hawthorne uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, the, where they put all the so, memories yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, out at Waverley. Yes, we were there. Our our, our curator, our Hall of Fame bloke at the moment, Barbara had been gone by then. And uh, he drove me out there, and the, and the captain of the team was there. Oh, that's amazing! Hadn't seen him since the war finished. Wow. Were there, many, oh, there were there many um guys that you fought with or were in um, Bougainville with who went did also went on to play VFL? Yeah, well, there was one one played with Brunswick, my best mate. You heard of Daddy Corcoran? Oh, yeah. Well, he it's unbelievable. Johnson was his name. Yeah. And he played. Then he played with North Melbourne for a little while, not very long. But he he was a, he he won all the sprint races on the Isles and that. Yeah. And uh, his his wife was named Maxa, and she died of a brain tumour uh, about three years ago now. Yeah. And Daddy, and well, he knew that. Uh, well, Doug Johnson told him that that, that when I started playing with Essendon. That uh, we were together. He was one of my best mates, probably my second best mate. Yeah. Wow. He died at Demetria at the finish a few years ago. And then I went to Maxine's funeral, and uh, Danny used to give me tickets to get into the, the uh, change room after the game and that. Yeah, wow. Uh, nice. A lot of history when you get to 94. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You've got to just click your brain and. Um, so, I mean, obviously you still hold the record for the most games played yeah, consecutively. It's, it's 100 year old. For Essendon. For Essendon, yes, 133. Yeah, I, I finished in 54, so how long ago is that? 44, 50, 62 years ago. Yeah. I've held Yeah, since amazing. I left Essendon. When John Coleman did his leg, I was centre half forward that day. The, I was playing centre half, the centre half back was out, so I was playing centre half back. And then I got moved up to the forward line because they reckon John needed a bit of help. Yeah. So the day before he did his leg, he kicked 14 goals at Windy Hill. And I was centre half forward that day. The next week, our centre half forward was still out, so I was, I went, like I told you, I get moved all around. Yeah, yeah. And Jack Clark, 
You heard the Jack yep. Clark? Yep. He's a legend at the club, Jack. He was in the centre, he was coming out, and I had only played centre half forward. When, he, when the centre half forward was injured, I better start moving. And I started to move, and I heard this voice, uh, voice behind me say, Jonah, it's mine. So I said, That's the vice captain, yeah. Tolly. Yeah. And he's the vice captain. This is comfort. This is what I tell the tours when I. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go next week. I wasn't worried about that at the time, but uh, he went up, came down, that was it. And he was about where that lamp is over there from where. Where he broke down, went off, never played again. Oh. And he retired, well, naturally retired that year, and I retired and went up to Albury in Coast Albury. Yeah. Oh, so you, that was the end of the same season, yeah. Yeah, okay. 1954. Four. Uh, sorry, yeah, 1954. Yeah. So do you put it down to anything in particular, the fact that you were just, just so hardy in terms of no injuries, not nothing? I had a lot of injuries. But, but did you always manage to get Ashton, up? They ran the Don Scorgers. Yeah. Heard of the Don Scorgers? Yes. Well, I was one of seven that started that place when oh, I was really? working as a butcher behind a shop at uh, uh, North Essen. And every time I got an injury, the boss, Vic Aubrey, you know, he looked after me like a father. Said, Off you go. Where am I going? You know where you're going. I'm going to the physio. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I go three or four times a day. And they just and, and, and that work the bloke work you out uh, work on me and that I should have been out quite a few times only for then Harold Lambert he only played ninety eight games but he was a champion footballer yeah. but he worked in the city and yeah. he, he couldn't go anywhere to get his treatment and he never played unless he was fit yeah but I didn't have that trouble no. because I was going. At least three times a day. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Vic was looking after Every you. time I got injured, I didn't get injured all the time. No, but... Every time I did... You managed and to... And that finger I broke, that one there, uh, they put it in a plaster and Reynolds said, well, you're playing against Hawthorne, down at Hawthorne. <laughs> Very muddy ground. Yeah. Every ground was muddy. And uh, he said, what we'll do, we'll take the plaster off, strap it up, and put the plaster back on after the <laughs> And it rained the whole bloody week. And the ground got muddier and muddier. And he said, oh, you can have a rest. We won by about 10 goals anyway. Yeah. But, but uh, that's, only, that's, uh, that's one of the time games I missed. With the, the yeah. I think I, I missed seven. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, who, uh, out of your memory, who was one of the better players that you played on or that played on you? Who did you enjoy watching? I reckon Teddy Whitten was the best footballer yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. It's hard at it. Skillful. Not that. Straight up the spine, he'd be best on the ground in any position. Any, really? Full back, centre-half back, centre-half forward, full ball. Beautiful long kick. I played my second last game on Ted, and I, I, I become a supervisor for the company I work for, the meat company, Gilberton, uh, Essendon, Vaughan, yep. all those, and the Don Scorgers, and uh, yeah, well, uh, so what, what was my thing I was talking about? You're talking about Teddy Whitten. Teddy Whitten playing on. Oh, yeah, and uh, I used to see him around the supermarkets, he worked for Puma or one of those, you know. Oh, yep. And we used to have a great yarn and that. 
and then always uh, then Jack Collins, remember Jack Collins, the four the fourth uh, Footscray. Okay. He was in the team of the century for Footscray. He was president of the Premiership Players Club, yeah. and he did a bit of uh, groundwork, and he made me treasurer. And that we used to invite all the players to dinners and everything like that. Yeah. And a lot of the players that come from Tassie, like uh, what was the great best one that ever came? Bulldog. Uh, Bulldog. We went over here to the casino, we presented them with uh, medals, premiership medals. Oh, yeah. He never got a medal until 1975. Oh, is that right? Came in. So you brought it, you took it backwards? Oh, yeah, we presented them. It wasn't the actual, actual medal we know about. Yeah, yeah. They, they got a medal. Oh, fantastic. We had it at the Crown all function. We went over to the casino in. And the, the wife came too over at the casino. We all allowed to take our wives. Oh. And it was good. She tells you, didn't it? Yeah, that would have been fantastic. So what what um what precipitated the move to Albury? What made you decide to leave leave Essendon and go to Albury? Was well, it just I, the I time? I got eight pound at Essendon. Yep. And I got twenty five pound at Albury. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good that's reason. My wife said, let's go. <laughs> so it says like Kaganda as well. Was that Kaganda in the, was it Albury you were playing for? Or was there another team up there? No, I coached Albury. Okay. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I was up there six months ago. I got in the Hall of Fame of the Yabbas uh, Murray League. Is that right? Do you know who got in the same night? Who? Had Three Brownlow medalists. Hayden Button. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. On the same night? There you go. Yeah. Same night. A lot of the family went up. And uh, they've, it's only been running 11 years up there. Okay. Essence hadn't been running that long. Yeah. The Hall of Fame. Yeah. No. Okay. 20 years, probably a little bit more. Yeah. I think that it, it just, yeah, I, I think it's uh, 22 years ago, 1977, I think it was. Okay. The Hall yeah. of Fame in Essence. No, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's, when, that's when Barbara started. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, Oh, so yeah, well that makes sense. The, yeah, the money, yeah. the money, what we talks, yeah. Yeah, and I, I uh, the first year I had Lance Van applied with us, and he was in the centre for me. And a lot of them have died now. Our, our doctor, John Stone, he was a champion runner. Yeah. They used to bring the American boys out and run on the showgrounds. Yeah. And uh, he, he was a great, he was my vice captain. We, we ran fifth the first year. Second year we won it. Next year we were in front all day. We got people a point with about ten seconds to go. What's that? The third year, second year, and then the third year we ran third. And the next year, I got kicked in the face. Bobby Bobby Rose was coaching Wangaratta Rovers. Yeah. And one of the blokes there, I bent down to pick up the ball and kicked me in the face and broke my cheekbone. And uh, if I lift now and again, it's still numb. The really? The whole face is still numb. All Similar to what James heard. Yeah, I was going to say. Did you so talk him through I've it? I've never asked her. <laughs> and but, and uh, John Stoney did, did, did the operation with the cheekbone. Yeah. But then they, they found a lot of bones broken off. They had oh, yeah. for them, so it was. Yeah, okay. So they went up through him now, and that's always numb. If I go to the dentist, Years ago, I never used to need a needle. Because it was all, it's just... It was the nerve, of course. 
Unbelievable. I, I lisp a bit now and again. Because of that, yeah. And I've always gone like that when I'm driving the car, years me. Stop doing all that. I said, but it's so numb. It's yeah. just like pins and needles. Oh, yeah, strange. And similar, similar to her. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Same sort of action, nearly. Just yeah, well, yeah. Been, and I yeah. came down to St. Vincent's. And they saw you. Had the out. operation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had the cheekbone up there. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. So 1946, you made your debut and you played in the grand final in your first year. Yeah. As a reserve? No. You, and you, I was 19th man. 19th man. So did you play much of the game? Uh, 20 minutes in the last quarter. That does pretty, the job. pretty good, yeah. Well, a bit like uh, Nerdin, is it? The Geelong bloke, he played That's in right, yeah. He didn't even have a kick. No. I, <laughs> I went straight in the ruck and got yeah. a few kicks, you know. And then... Uh, and then next year we got beat by a point. Yeah. By Carlton with fifteen seconds to go. The third year we kicked seven twenty seven mm. Charlie's to ten nine. I'm a Melbourne supporter. It was a draw. Yeah. Unbelievable. How did how, how was that feeling when the siren goes and it's a draw? Did oh. you know it was a draw? We all looked at what what do we do now? Yeah. yeah. We didn't know whether we had to keep playing, playing or but now so I've got I've got seven grand finals in six years of my first six years at the That's, club. It's pretty it amazing. It's rarer than that of got the war prep, but I ain't sighting this thing. And yeah. somebody told me one day, oh, one of my granddaughters rang up and said, your record will never be broken, Pop. I said, yeah. what do you mean? She said, they've got a play finish the uh, nice. grand final on the same day. It's never going to happen, so they yeah. Need yeah. To no one can play more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah in, in the, in the You've got it covered. Yeah. 727. The one well, that not too many have played in seven grand finals. No. I didn't think. Well, definitely there's only not four, in six years. Only four of us at Essendon yeah. have done that. But not in their first. Six years. And Brittingham, the other three. Yeah. They were, they were played during the war. Yeah, of course, yeah. in the southern 30s. Yeah. So I was, I was lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Very lucky. Oh. You've got to be lucky, you can't. You do. It, like, we should have won six premierships in a row. We had Coleman, we had Reynolds, we had Hutchison. Yeah. Take the whole 18 or 22 to, to win a premiership. Yeah. And then back to back in 49-50? Yep. And yeah. then we then Coleman got rubbed out for four weeks in 51. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> everybody kept telling everybody you hear him oh if Coleman had a flag we would have won but they I keep telling them when, when I used to be at past player John Hill our number one ruckman a great player great he's about six foot four five yeah, yeah back in that yeah, and wow. he had the flu the seconds were playing in the grand final before they always used to play the curtain raiser yeah in, in our day yeah so, it, no mobile phone, nobody at home, nobody at the club or anything. So we couldn't tell anybody. Oh, yeah. So that's why Reynolds came back from retirement and sat on the fence with Jack Clark. Oh. And Clark, he always tells us, if they ever bought, if they had bought me on this set of dick, we would have won. <laughs> <laughs> that's Clarky. Yeah. <laughs> that's a true story. That. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one. So you wore number 24 in honour of your battalion? Yep. Yep. Easy decision to make. Did, Did you, you choose that? Did you? No, well, the, uh, well the, uh, the 
Bloodshot Battalion choosing. Oh, is it they? They said, you're one on Essen, so and so, I won't say what they said. I said, if you get a game with Essen, because they thought I would, I, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. And they said, get number 24. So 24 See, was vacant, luckily. and That's amazing. And Noel Ellison, the other chap, is still alive, like his wife's twin, is not, you know. Yeah. He said, oh, I, 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 I wouldn't do, I, what do you do that for? I said, well, the bloke from the battalion asked me. I thought, oh, no, I don't. Can only yeah. say yes or no. Yeah. I went up to Warburg, Captain Coach. Yeah. He gave me number one. I said, no, 24. Yeah. Because a lot of players in our battalion came from Wangaratta and Vanilla. Ah, okay. In the others of Murray League area. Yeah. yeah. So I wore number 24 up there. Amazing. And then, so, yeah, all the boys would have loved that. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's the Anzac Day game that the Bombers are involved in. Yeah. And you have quite a bit to do. You often speak to the players. I take them. To, I like meet them at the tribe for about the last ten years, I suppose. Now. Yeah. What what sort of stuff? Talking at the eternal flame. What sort of stuff do you say to them? Oh, I tell a little bit about the war, but a lot. And Matty, Matthew and I, she only lived eight doors up the road up there. Yeah. For you know. The, Richmond bloke, and uh, he he uh, he got it going. Yeah. And uh, I just I used to go on the tour with him the last three or four years. I've just gone to the Eternal Flame. Yeah. And then after that, we go to the dinner. Or, or, well, they named me Jack Jones Academy yes. after me. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I do it. And I take all the one the, the recruits, not the blokes like Shield and.
and I was talking to him before we got to Eternal Flame, and, and I said, what, enjoy the day, go out, when you go out on the ground, look around the ground and suck it all up and then guess which stop? And I heard him say to one of the blokes stand next to him, he's starting to coach the side now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, obviously being part of it, so much you you must have an opinion how, how did you feel when they first sort of came up with the idea of playing on Anzac Day did you oh it's good you were like I, I wasn't doing it then no yeah. no but and uh, of course Sheedy you know he, he, he's the main one yeah I told him he's a shocker coach <laughs> <laughs> I, I got four three boys who could have played league football oh, two played with Hawthorne second Sheedy didn't want them your sons yeah and one played with Footscray seconds oh, in the really? practice matches and and uh, Bolthouse was coaching Footscray at the time when John was there. Well he he they maybe played for Marshall in the amateurs and John uh, they're all about equal that Tony kicked his kid in the country, he got big money. Uh, about I think three, maybe four times, he's kicked 100 goals from centre half forward. Wow. And John's a centre player, and, the, and they played a game, the amateurs against the... Uh, the VFL. The, uh, the oh. Yeah, VFL like in those days. Yeah. And uh, uh, we went up to Biddy go to watch him, and John was captain of the amateurs, all Australian amateurs. Yeah. And Tony was centre half forward. He played with uh, Alvin. Uh, what's the name? Played with Tom, Tom. Tommy Alvin. Tommy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Danny Frawley. Oh yeah. And uh, Peter D. Yeah. Oh wow. They were all, all, all inside the Tony played in. Yeah. John was captain of the Amateurs, but they put the Western Australians in the Amateurs. If they'd have picked it from Victoria, they would have worked it. But it was yeah. about five points in it. Really? And I'm walking on the ground for the presentation after, just like everybody else, you know. Alan Allen come up to me and said, Who are you bargaining for, Jack? I said, The boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a lovely bloke, Alan Allen. Yeah. Um, God, what, what, what was that other part of the question? Uh, you oh no! Um, well, so I guess something that we we sort of have skirted around a little bit. What is um, the the time that you did spend in, especially New Guinea? What was it? What was it like? I mean, it's such a big question, but oh, it was, it was terrible, really. Yeah. Was, you know, you see the bloke alongside you getting blown up. I can remember one bloke. Uh, uh, we had a two man tent, and he, we were in out on a patrol with six or seven other blokes. He came back. And they said, you'll have to go out on another one. We're gonna, so they got five bits of wood and put yeah. it in, you pull out, who's Short, got the shortest yeah, one? Yeah. Who yeah. went and uh, he went out, I never saw him again, he stood on a landmine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but not only once too many anyway. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, three, the three battalions in a brigade, 58-59th, which was a, an Essendon battalion actually. Is that right? And I can never understand why I never went to them. Yeah. Because they had about twenty more more than we had killed. And the fifty seven sixtieth most of the blokes, apart from recruits coming down from the country and that, come from Preston. 
Okay. And that's where how we march every uh, and that they were first, 58 and X and then the 57, 60. But every, everybody got into trouble at different times. Yes. It all depends where, where the colonels and the brigadiers sent you to, to go into. Yeah. And you never go in and stay, in, we never went in and stayed in for too much at a time. No. You'd leapfrog one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd, some one one, we'd be up the front and the, the left hand side would be up the front and the, the other battalion on the right hand side and they'd swap over all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, I'm not boring you, Tamar. No, I know. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, go on. Well, what else? Oh, no, I'm, it's, I, it's just... It's so interesting hearing that, Jack, because I... Is it totally different? I... Off, off topic, I um went and did... I went over to New Guinea only a couple of years ago and did the Kokoda myself. Kokoda, did you? Yeah, which I've was... I've never done it. It was fascinating. Ph- phenomenal. Unbelievable. It was a bit harder. Jeez. But, the, I was, but as I was doing it, I'm thinking, you know, I was carrying my own pack and stuff, but I mean, the, I'm carrying half the weight you boys would have been cab, cab carrying yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It just puts it all into perspective. Have you been Have you been back since the war to, uh, to nah, New Guinea? No, nah, no, nah. nah. I've, I've, I've often wanted to go there uh, just for the cemetery, through the cemetery. Yeah, there. in Moore Street. There, in, there's, uh, was there... Uh, 45 in in uh, Lai. Yep. And they're from Bougainville, uh, where we were in Bougainville, and 46 from, are in the uh, Port Moresby Cemetery. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, so they're split yeah. sort of yeah, yeah. evenly between. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that is. It's yeah, strange. So, and I found out, that I found, a, found a quite a few of the graves that I remember their names, because... Yeah, there's 400 soldiers in there. Of course. Yeah, you're, you're not going to know everyone. Well, you're not all yeah. together, you know. There's four, four platoons, A, B, C and D. Yeah. You know, so there's probably about 200 in the four. And there's a th- I think I've never got the right number. Uh, how many in the battalion? But then you've got the signals, the uh, mortars, the pioneers that helped us with all the getting over creeks and everything like that and yeah so there's not only fighting men but they're yeah. in it as well yeah exactly everyone's all in there together well, Teddy Leone the played center up for when he was sick the doctor I used to take his place when he was Egypt uh, he, he, he only went to Darwin yep but they had lost a lot up there too yeah yeah they did didn't like they just, the bombing just and, yeah. Darwin but I mean yeah but we, I had what two both troops over and two back, and then that, that flight, the uh, DC-3. <laughs> so when you, so you, in between you had leave back to Australia, did you come all the way back to Melbourne or just... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah came so, straight back to Melbourne and we had six weeks that time. Football oh, season? Fantastic. Was it football season? Oh, I forget now. <laughs> well, we went, no, it would be, uh, because, as I said, we, we, we got back, uh, we went to Bargainville, in uh, for, for the grand final, for oh, the to, listen, to listen to the oh, bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What was it like listening to that game somewhere else? Oh, it was funny. It was only uh, crystal sets and that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had, you know, like they broadcast it and 
like the, when the cricket came on, they had somebody in the studio hitting the ball on the bat. So they, they <laughs> so you can like they were actually there. <laughs> <laughs> they were double, double cheating, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, so as so we're jumping around a little yeah. bit, but Jack, as a utility, you were all over the place. What was your favourite position to play in? In the ruck. In the ruck? Because you were getting beaten half forward flat. You're going to get beat all day. But when you go in the ruck, I used to, you know, we'd play a fair game with half forward flat. I'd go in the ruck for 10 minutes, kick a goal or two, and get another three more hit outs and things like that. <laughs> in next week. <laughs> that That's is. true. I mean, now, Dick Reynolds was the first to do that. Yeah. And Rush, you always reckon he was the first. Uh, it, they call it, you know, uh, oh, you t- yeah, Rock Rover, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And well, I was there before, well, before Brash, yeah, I yeah. played a season with Brat, we two played years with Jack Dyer. They were Jack Dyer was going out, and uh, Brash was com- coming in, was coming on, yeah, wow, he got dementia bad, too, yeah, he does. Uh, Who was the best player you played with, Hutchinson, Reynolds, or Coleman? Hutchinson. Yeah, why? Well, he won seven best and fairest. He decided to play in seven grand finals. <laughs> it's pretty right? unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? Reynolds played in a lot more games and also uh, grand finals of previous shifts. Yeah. But then Hutchins, Hutchins were just coming up then. But uh, no, Hutchie run all day. Yeah. Ken Hands never liked Remember Ken Hands? Yeah. He didn't like Hutchie. He used to. He was. He was. Hutchie was about five foot nine, and yeah. Hans was about six foot three. Okay. And he used to try and get with me, so we were all of us had a bit of a go at Hans. <laughs> and the last, uh, uh, oh, about fifteen years ago, I was walking up and down the the beach in Gold Coast with him, Hansie. <laughs> oh, really? Talking football. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And uh, also, uh, uh, Sutton, Charlie no, Sutton. Yeah, Charlie Sutton. He used to work at a meat company with, on a horse and draft. Oh, yeah. Uh, picking Doing up the deliveries. Of, oh, oh, really? <laughs> True. He worked at Anglicans, you know, just over the Melbourne River. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? He worked there, Charlie Sutton. And then his daughter, he, his uh, sister worked with uh, Jorbelsons uh, in uh, serving in a butcher shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Behind the counter? Down at Altona. Because all those... My father and all his brothers always sort uh, after they had six brothers, five brothers, and himself. But none of them seemed to move out of that area. They all yeah. stuck. Yeah, they now all stuck we do it goes everywhere else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was far more sort of familiar, wasn't it? Yeah, sort of yeah. Stayed in and the same place. Dad, Dad lived in a house, you know, uh, Rosary Street, Ashford Bar, and uh, then we, they, my mother bought a house further up. Closer to the tram line. Yep. And uh, that's where I, I was born in the next street, so Lennon's Road behind it. Okay. And now my granddaughter lives in that corner, a- Askenvale. Oh, really? Yeah, about five streets away from where I was born. Big wow. circle. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, you can't get away from it. No. What was Melbourne like growing up? Oh, very quiet. There was only picture shows and that. There was no soccer, there was no hockey or anything like that. There yeah. was now. Yeah. You know, we played in, well, 1949, 
we used to get two tickets, I'd go, one to be mother, one to be wife to go, right? Yep. I'll pay to go in. So I get to the ground and I go up to the gate, the player's gate, I've got a ticket. So I take my gear out, we used to take it ourselves, now they get it carried for us. Yeah, of course. And they said, you're not getting in, I know who you are, but you're not getting in without a ticket. I said, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> Grand final, I can't get in to play. <laughs> to play? Yeah, I tell them, this is a true story. Very true. Took a howl to Carlton Ruckman, who we were playing that day. Yeah. In 49. Jack, what's the matter? You look a bit worried. I said, oh, I left me tickets at home. I told her, fly. <laughs> he said, oh, leave it to me, I'll get you in. So he said, come on. So he worked up to the gate, gave his ticket. Started walking through the, the click turn soldier in those days. He said, by the way, mate, a bloke on the gate, he said, I've never met that bloke in my life. Actually, he'd say that. Yeah. He walked about three paces with a, a glassing bag that we used to have in the take our gear yeah. over his head, turned around and said, I'll go around to your room, Shaq, and, and, and tell them that you haven't got a ticket, you left it alone. Yeah. <laughs> and the secretary came around, he blew the tripe out of me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I nearly got locked out. I never, the other grand finals I played in, nobody got a ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Well, one time there, I was at a photo in the age, and uh, my boss wanted sick and I go. He gave me a time off from work to go in about oh, half past four in the morning. It was in the queue outside one of the where they used to sell the tickets. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and uh, Bob Pratt, the great cop, yeah. he yeah. came up and said, "Jack, can you get me some tickets?" I said, "No, I've 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 got to get enough for the the boss. I can't get any more, Bob." I didn't know him, he'd come, I knew who he was, yeah. but I didn't actually know him. Anyway, the, the, the photo, it was in the Herald Sun. <laughs> in the Herald in those days. Yeah. And then, then I got into trouble with Reynolds. What are you doing now out there? I more fun in the grand final the weekend. There's a lot of stories. Yeah, of course there are. You'd be here all night. Yeah, <laughs> more than that. Do you have a favourite game or most memorable game you were involved in? Uh, what is win or loss? Either. Uh, what was the best win you're part of? I don't know. What the best win? I think the day uh, on the first one, nineteen forty nine, we were kicking it backwards through to kick a hundred goals. That <laughs> yeah. we were actually kicking it backwards because I think we beat Carlton uh, again by seventy three points. I think it was in the grand final. Yeah. So we wanted to get him his hundred. Yeah. That that was great for him, you know, for us. I played in his first game when he when he came after I'd been there at uh, up at Essen, he kicked twelve in Amazing. his first game. Did you when you like before that even when he was training, could you see that he was gonna be that player? No, that he, he was wasn't a good trainer. Wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> We used to go right around that table, so that's the football ground. Yeah. He'd go around the doily on the centre. <laughs> True. Yeah. Alan Dar was another one who played really? in a premiership. And of course, we never had lights. Yeah. And we in the winter, oh. we'd be trained in the, in the dark, dark and, he, and Reynolds couldn't see us. So <laughs> no, I, I never did that because I wanted to be. And some of the, some of the players. Like 40 of us running across the ground, yeah. all the blokes who couldn't run were up the front. 
Yeah. Because if they did, they'd be about 20 yards behind them. They couldn't impress anybody. So they blokes would be right up the front. Yeah. How funny. <laughs> but no, I, I, I was always in the middle and I, I was pretty fast, actually. Yeah. That, that's what kept me in the game, I think. Yeah. Athletic. Were you, um, was Reynolds a good co- like a good coach? Was he yeah, a good thinker of the game? Was, but he, 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 he wasn't like some of like Clarks in the day. He wouldn't, he wouldn't rubbish you. Yeah. He wouldn't care what he said. Oh, I don't know. I might be saying the wrong thing here, but no. he's a tough coach and he wants everybody to do what he tells them to do. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. Dick, Dick was, he didn't want to hurt your feelings. Okay. But he was a good coach as far as I would say. Yep. Okay. But that's what the people used to say, not me. Yes. Lots of, um, so he had good insights into the game. Yeah, well, look, he, you? you know, he, oh, Dick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's been here long enough, even when I got there. He, <laughs> he only played, what, about six years, just under six years with me. Yep. You know, he'd been there since 1933. Amazing, God. So I got there in '46. What's that? 30, uh, 10 years. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So, now Did I, I, yeah, I became great mates with Dick. There used to be Dick, Hutchison, Leslie Garner, myself, and Bob McClaw. Okay. Uh, well, after the we finished, we used to go around to one of one of those houses yeah. and have a meal so they'd oh, have lovely. a meal here. Yeah. yeah. Photos of that. Oh, fantastic. Wow. Did, did um, you sort of base your own coaching when you went up to Albury on, on him? I put a lot on him. Yeah. A lot of my own ideas as yeah. well. But yeah, of course. 90% would be Reynolds. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'd be silly not to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, he, you know, if, if there was something going on, would you, you know, give him a call? And, oh, no. 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 Well, he was still coaching too. Oh, yeah, of course. But he was, uh, yeah. uh, I had Lance Grant, Kippy Robertson, that was played with the Carnival side in the Vicks, yep. played with Hawthorne. And uh, who else? From, it was a good one from Lance Grant. And uh, John Stoney was good. You know, a pretty good side. Yeah. And you can't win a premiership without a good side. No, yeah. of course. No, you can yeah, but you can just make sure that you you're doing the best with what you've yeah. got as well, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, I had a lovely time up at all. It was great. Yeah. How long did you come? As soon as you finished up with Albury, did you come back to Melbourne? No, or did you I, stick around uh, for a while? I, I went and coached Kagania. Yep. In, in the Kiwa Valley. Okay. Which is where That's my 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 wife is from the Kiwa Valley. Oh, what's she? In Tangambalanga. Oh yeah. 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 yeah well, they thought I'd play. Yep. But if you. No, I wasn't going to play. I had six kids by then, and I said, no, too much on my wife. Yeah. I gave it away, and, and then after that, we were umpiring for two years. That's right, yeah. Where where were you umpiring? In the Ovens Murray as well? No, or? not in the Ovens Murray, all the way around the country. Wow. Like up at, uh, uh, oh, gee, I forget the longest one away. Kikania and... Uh, 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 what's the one? No, I can't forget. No, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. So you're umpired for two years two then? Two years. Well, get, well, getting a bit of money coming here. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It wasn't a good wage. No, no, it wasn't. No. Not until I came to Essendon and got in, 
did the supervising division ah, and then it went up. Yeah. So I reckon. So that's when you came back to Melbourne, got into yeah, the Yeah, oh yeah, I, I worked for, uh, well, I was 40 when I, I finished up in, 40, what was right? 30, 40 when I finished at Albury. Okay. I was in 63. You came back in 63? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not in 63. Yeah. And so after that time, and between between then and then, you know, getting involved with Barb and working at the club, were you still involved with Essendon oh, in those years? I was following the boys around the country. I was following the boys. Your sons? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, so they were... the footy much at all. No. And then I went back in 72, I think. Yep. When you say weren't following it much at all, like you weren't even watching Essendon or... You just oh, just, yeah, I watch it. Yeah, but not, yeah, listen in and, not involved. But, yeah, I was still one eye. Yeah. <laughs> The boys come first. Yeah, of course. Daughter, one of the daughters was a pretty good netball and follow her. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that that was about it. Yeah, so there was... And then I, as I said, I went up to that game up in Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, I went into the rooms and spoke to a couple. And Dad, I got the Hall of Fame and I yeah. got the job straight away. Yeah. And, uh, and then I... Uh, anybody coming? No. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so that's how where I went, and then she wanted me. Oh, I was just helping the people around the Hall of Fame. Beautiful. I think they're going to rebuild one. I think they, they haven't got one at the they're moment. They're moving it to the hangar. They're moving it. They're they're Barb, moving? I think Barb was saying that, wasn't she? Yeah. That they're bloody. Oh, Barb. Every time I see Barb, Jack, you haven't told him yet we want a Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, me all the time. Yeah. Got we could say anything we like to one Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she was she was great for me, and it, it gave me twenty years of of keeping uh, out of my wife's hair. <laughs> every Monday morning, oh, I got a tour on today, or oh, when, yeah. when every home game was on. And, uh, I can remember this real one, Steve Kernahan. He came over one day. She said, "Hey, Jackie, hey, what's what's David Evans's wife's name? Chris first name?" I said. Sonia. And I said, I'm an idiot. I should have said that by yeah. the name. So I watched him, he went straight to Sonia, gave her a kiss and took her hand. Yeah. And I should have said Barbara. <laughs> but I wasn't smart. He <laughs> could have got him. He did, it was funny. Oh, no, he's a nice bloke to study that. He was great. Oh, I, I, I met that many presidents and, and then Tony Sharp, you heard of the great Oh, yes. Well, I was his understudy. Were you? At the, at the dinners. And he had, say, two surgeons from the Alfred Hospital. And he said, I've got to do something, Jack, will you mind them for half an hour? So, before the game started, because yep. it goes for two hours, the dinner. Yeah. Look at And Susie Norton was next, the swimmer. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. her husband. Next one was... The power, what, the torpedo? Um, oh, Ian Thorpe. Ian Oh. Crow? Never yeah, what, what was the swimmer? Ian Thorpe. Huh? Ian Thorpe? No, no. you know. Um, Come on, you're better than me. You're <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> no, I can't think who. Uh, Grant Hackett? How, how old? No. Kim Perkins? Well, with Perkins. Oh, um... Torpedo, he used to call him. Yeah, yeah Thorpey. Thorpe. Uh, Thorpe. The other 1500. Yeah. Thorpey. Thorpey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah. I used to mind him. 
Yeah. One day there, they were interviewing him. This tiger was talking all the time, and I went over to him, and I, I shouldn't have, but, boys, don't you know who that bloke is? And you're talking. Every other people want to hear him talk. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, Steve absolutely. Thought, and I, I used to mind all those until Tony was ready to get to the mic and, yeah, and run the dinner. Oh, okay. Oh, it was wonderful. He was fantastic. Because I had, I had no education at all. I was school at 13. Oh, yeah. In, in a depression, you had to leave early. Oh, it was no good anyway. The only thing I was good at was percentages and, yeah. and everything like that. Everything and, else. So you went up. Well, but I used to pinch everybody's brains. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the key. That's yeah. what the best of them do, isn't it? Yeah, well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did all my plumbing up at the son's house and all, tied all their bathrooms and things like oh, that. Wow. Just, just, and when I used to go out to Gilbert's into the, 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 the office, I, I'd get down to the to the plumbers and that, and they had to join these and all that. Yeah. 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 Bit of a jack of all trades. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I finished up yeah, because you, you know you pay a lot of money to get tradesmen, don't you? That's yeah, it, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, question for so Essendon used to be called the same olds. Yeah. Yep. Do you and there, it was based on a, a song or a chant that was sung. Do you know what that song is? No. 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 Okay. I know. I know what you're talking about, but yeah. no, I didn't. Yeah, no one, no one knows the song. Yeah. One day. <laughs> you'll one you'll day. figure it out. Do you watch much footy these days? Yeah, I've, I've watched a lot of yeah. footy. What do you think of the Bombers at the moment? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to the big dinner Anzac Day again. I'll, yeah. I'll get an invite to that. What will be sons has taken me. I, I, I don't think I'll be marching this year. Or, you know, I said that. I was up at the Duke. I think I might have told you. The granddaughters. Yeah. Great yeah. granddaughters. And he said, I'll, I'll, I'll get you, I'll ride to drive you, because after the march is over, at the time we're at, yeah. it's two hours to wait before you even go to the dinner. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I you know. It's a long but time. Right, the last nine years, the last two years I've gone in a, in a car yep. last year, the seven years before that I marched on my own. Wow. With about oh, 35 or so uh, siblings from, yep. from all of ones that are dead now. Yeah. So there I was the only one that marched. So you were the, you're the only one yeah, in, in, who is still going from the 24th? Two years the car, the last two. Yeah. Seven years before that, March. I just marched at the front. Yeah. I, I was a colonel. <laughs> I, was only, I was only a lance corporal. <laughs> <laughs> you were taking charge. I came the boss. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, I, and all, you know, it's great talking to all the the uh, children and grandchildren. Yeah, from of course, of the, pe- of the some of the blokes that you that were yeah. killed in that too. You know, it would be. Did you um? Did you ever get to the the dawn service as well, or one time? Went. One time, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I honestly, I, I might be the only one that ever said it, but. I don't know. You're not close enough. Mm. There's that many there. It is, and it's 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 overrun. Away, it's, it's huge now. I, yeah, I, yeah. thirty thousand. Or yeah, something massive, like that. Yeah. massive. That's great. It, but I I think the march is a hundred percent better than what it was twenty five thirty yeah. years ago. It's Everybody changed. calls that now. Well done, boys. And there's that many people, young people with with 
their babies in their pram and they're yeah. standing there clapping and that. Yeah, that's Years nice. Years ago, it always used to be so, solemn, you know. Yeah, yeah. whereas it's... But it, it is solemn in one way. Yeah. But it, 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 it's, it's great in another. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you remember, it makes you remember what how lucky I am. Like Neil Kearney from Channel 7 interviewed me last year and Tony Jones from Nine. Oh, yeah. And I told her both of them, I said, how lucky am I? I've got six kids. I'm married to start with six kids, 11 grandkids, and nine great-grandchildren at the moment. And I said, all those blokes that were killed, didn't never, have, never saw their mother and father again. Yeah. I just throw that in a bit. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you've got to... And, and, and the other thing I... I said at one uh, at the dinners they often kept me up to talk interview. It was the nurses did a wonderful job. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Especially that they were there for four months with us. What they do, I don't know what they did. Yeah. There's no there's no shocks. Yeah. Everything had been blown away. All the trees are. Bit, but anything. It's true. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. It often. Yeah. The, the the nurses often get forgotten, don't they? In yeah. The, well, I I said that at one of the dinners. I can remember it clearly. And if I ever if if I got to do it this week, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Always bring them in of it somehow. Yeah. But they, they did a wonderful job. You know, to, it wasn't only the ones that were wounded; it was the sickness. Yeah, of course. Well, as you said, the malaria. Yeah, yeah. A lot of our blokes had malaria. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, one time the uh, Corcoran. Yeah. He, he, his father-in-law. We were trying. Uh, the chap they dropped a hundred uh, mortar bombs on us. And uh, yeah, first of all, it'd go over the back of us. Yep. Then to the side because. They had the Japanese up the trees with binoculars. Yeah. Dropped the did or dropped thirty yards or whatever that's say. Yeah. And right, left, right, and behind us. And I was standing there with uh, Doug Johnson. That's uh, Danny's father-in-law. He, he one lob not far from us. You know. There's uh, four blokes in a in a trench. They were all killed. Uh, concussion and that, and Doug got a, a great big mortar bomb, uh, like a 50 cent coin, about as big as that, in his back, and I got one about half as big as a small nail in my arm, yeah. but he went away, and within a week he was back in action. Really? Yeah. Within a week? Wow. Yeah. Well, I dug it out. Yep. Well, well, we were getting short of men then too. Yeah, so you, know, you, so you force them to go. But my brother died of cancer up there, and uh, I said I'll put it for compassionate leave. My mother told me three months. He had three months to live, and uh, when he died, uh, I said to the lieutenant, oh, "Can I, any chance of me get back to Melbourne? My brother's dying in within three months," and he said. I'll put it in, Jack, but I don't think you've got any hope at all because we're getting fast. We, a platoon used to be a, about nine in it. And the last platoon I took out, as the land's called, too, was three. Three of us. And we 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 got out of there quick as hell. They opened up on us. And then we went back and reported to the, to the, call, uh, the uh, 
Kermans and that. And they said, well, we'll all go to the whole platoon, we're back in the afternoon. And I said, don't send them up that track, because that's where we were. What did he do? He sent them up track, and five of them got killed. Straight up the centre, they got. He was only a young lieutenant too. Yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't have the experience. Yeah. Well, none of us did. No, no, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, unfortunately, I mean. and he yelled out, what's going on up there? One of the boys yelled out, come up here, you so-and-so, and have a look yourself. <laughs> you know, but yeah. he would have been frightened. Everybody had a bit of scary in it. Yeah. But it was horrific, that's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's not much... For 19-year-olds and 20-year-olds. There's not much else you can... Re- there's no other way to put it, is well, there? Well, I was 21 in, in Bougainville. Yeah, so you came home and at that's three years after I got in. Yeah, wow. You got enough? Yeah, yeah mate, Jack. Yeah, that was fantastic. Well, you no, thank you, no, thank you so much for, for the, your time. It's been fascinating. I've been looking forward to, spe- to meeting you and having a chat. It's yeah. been a real pleasure. When I went up to Albury, when we're going out, I'll show you that photo on the wall. Yeah. And up up in Albury in the uh, RSL club. Yeah, the big one on Dean Street? Uh, no, it's just off Dean Street. Okay. And uh, not Cooper Street. I couldn't even be Cooper. Anyway, and they've, they've got everybody that gets in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. As big as that photo out there. Yeah. And we got one ourselves. About half, uh, about a quarter more on that one over there. Yeah, nice. To keep for ourselves, but all the others are right around the wall. Oh, oh nice. I'm going to have to look next time I go up. Huh? Next time I go to my yeah, wife's family. Yeah, have to have a look. Absolutely. Wow. I'll just show you one what, what I got, and then. Oh, yeah. Be kidsly on me feet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, because every time you got wet in there, those the grounds and muddy as yeah. anything at that, and, and that, that's why I got them to change it. Yeah. All right. We hope you enjoyed that Jack Jones special. Now, following that, we also interviewed Alex Matheson, who is still alive. Yes. And is the oldest uh, living cat's 
player. He played oh. seven, only played seven games, but here is the interview with Alex as well in the entirety. So you'll hear his daughter in the background helping him with some of the questions and helping his memory jog along. Um, but we had a, I had a good chat to him oh. about his uh, his experience living in Geelong, um, going to games as a, as a child, mm. and then playing for the Cats as well. Oh, beautiful. So enjoy. Well, cool. I'll start with some of the questions. Were you, were you uh, always a Geelong supporter? Oh, yeah. I, I was born in Colac and we moved to Geelong when I was two. So really, I'm a real Geelong person. And uh, after the war, when I got out of the services, I, uh, I took a job as a linesman uh-huh. with the PMG. It was PMG and the post office was all one then. Yeah, they didn't split them. Okay, and when they split them, uh, it become telecom, the communication side of it, you know. So uh, I took a job as a linesman with them, and then I finished up a cable joint. Yeah, and um, I finished up with a supervisor. I got a supervisor job way up in Tenterfield. Okay. Nice. What, what does a linesman do? Peter Allen's country. You know? Yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. Tannerfield Sadler. Um, yeah. what, what does a linesman do? What, what's the linesman do? What was your role? Well, uh, to do with the... Uh, first of all, it was open wire and yeah. poles and wire, you know. They had some cable then, yeah. but I went cable joining when they did. It was all cable work then. Yeah. And I had a good grounding in the job. And I got a super job with job in Tannerfield. I was there for not quite two years, and then they transferred me to Newcastle. I was there for two, two years, and then I got an inspector's job in Canberra. I uh, got there. The lake wasn't built in Canberra when I was there. There was only about 80,000 people there. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, was there. <laughs> I was there for six and a half years. Yeah. I tried to get a job back in Geelong, but there was no vacancies. So the okay. nearest I got, I wanted transferred to Box Hill. I've been in Bookshell over 50 years now. Wow. So, so yeah, so... So when, when you were a kid and you lived in Geelong, did you go to many games? No, not really. I used to sell records when Geelong went played at uh, Cryer oh, Yeah. I was 10. And the blokes on the games, when the game started, they'd let you go and have a look at the game, you know. So, uh, and uh, in my early days of football, there was, wasn't... There was nothing really for young boys. We were playing football at school and that yeah. sort of thing. But they they decided they would. I was I was going to play with Newtown Mature in the Geelong District League football. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about forming an under eighteen competition in Geelong. Okay. To give it a go for that year, so I decided to to play that. There was no finals. The top two teams played off. Yeah. And uh, St Joseph's College, they had some of their uh, pupils as well as ex-pupils made up a team. Yeah. And they made, made the team, a CYMS team. And we finished on top. And we played the played off. For yeah. The, at Coral as a curtain riser. Yeah. So, Fantastic. After that, we played that day. <laughs> And anyhow, we finished up winning, so the next year I went and played ever by played with Newtown and Shaw. Yeah. So that was in the early days of Nice. Did you um have a favourite player when you were younger? Did you have a favourite player? 
Yeah. So. Uh, Who was your favourite player when oh, you were a young man? Oh, Geelong. Yeah. Oh, I reckon, reckon Reg Hickey was. Oh yeah. 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 No, Reg Hickey. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Great, great player. Yeah, very famous Geelong name as well. Is yeah. So we talking about Hickey. With Don, Don, my uh, brother, I was, he was fifth one ball in the family. There was 11 boys and two girls in the family. Wow. Yeah. And uh, uh, there was five of us played football, but I was only one that, one that uh, carried on. Yeah. Uh, uh, Les, he was the fourth one born. He played with Geelong Amateurs. Uh... Then there was Bill, he played junior football in the district league and Laurie played. Laurie, would, he should have made league football, he was a good player, a yeah. small player, very good player. But uh, there were 11 boys and two girls, but one boy only lasted five weeks when he was born. Mm. Uh, Francis, his name was. Yep. There was a boy, the eldest, then there was a girl, then there was, uh, I was the sixth one born. Yep. Don was the fifth one. He didn't play football, but he was tied up with football. He used to look after the junior team's injuries and that sort of thing. Okay. And then he became administrator and he's, he was uh, the president of district league for about 15 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So anyhow, the seven of us went to the war. Yeah. Four in the army and three in the air force, and we all come home. That's lucky. Uh, so uh, I didn't. Uh, when I come home, about I was only home less than three weeks. I went down with malaria. Oh really? I had malaria for about two years. That finished me football days. I go. I've been in bed for about ten days out oh. of the month. Freezing cold, yeah. perspiration coming out, and my spleen used to swell up. Yeah. Oh, Anyhow, I finished up, got rid of that, but I didn't play much football after that. Was, was playing league football something you always wanted to do? Well, yes. Uh, we went to the, Don and I went to the 1937 Grand Final. That was a terrific game. Yeah. Terrific football. They done it. Today the football terrible, <laughs> <laughs> shocking game. Yeah, <laughs> terrible game. But how anyhow, old, how old playing. were you, Dad, when you went? How old were you? Sixteen, uh, weren't you? Uh, the reason why we, we had to tell our parents where we were going, and when they told us we weren't to go because polio was raging in okay. the then. Yeah, and uh, anyhow, we said, "Oh, we got up, and we're going rabbit." <laughs> Anyhow, we finished, we go down to the station and who do we meet on the station is a friend of my parents, he was a guard on the railway. Oh, you're going to football, Alec? And I, yes, yes. Of course, their father was going later in the morning. Okay. They <laughs> <laughs> so quite a time comes, they're getting a real flog in Geelong. Yeah. And uh, Geelong made four positional changes. They changed Hickey from centre back to full back, Shelwood to full forward, Evans to centre forward. So, and at half time we're only two points down. And the last quarter they six kicked six goals yeah. to one. Fantastic. Yeah. 
So when my father got home, we were right. He said, did you catch any rabbits? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, we couldn't because there was just too many people on the ground. There was no tickets in those days. Yeah. You lined up and played big money. Yeah. And of course, the five and six deep sitting around inside the boundary. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Were you sitting in the boundary? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you in the stands? Yeah. MCG? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So well, that was a terrific game of football. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. The goodest game you'd ever see. Um, so was was playing football something you always wanted to do? Oh, no. Well, it never entered my mind that great, you know. To, if it happened, it happened. That's yeah. Yeah, so... And uh, the only reason, see, they were out of the competition for two years. Yeah, because they never had enough players. So okay, and and it was the war years. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, and at the time, uh, the players that Geelong had played, they, they went to various clubs in Melbourne, like Lindsay Ward. Whitey was a full forward. He went to South Melbourne, and some went out here there. And I, I went to South Melbourne, but I was working shift work. I was in a occupied of working in Ford, making over mine. Yeah. And uh, they they arranged a football uh, match with the army. They had, they had a little big army camp at Geelong, and I was picked to play in that team. And that's how I come to be play with Geelong when I. Did, you know, yeah, and that Saturday I took off from my work. <laughs> I told that told me to get to the drill of all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's how I come in the air force, and I was at uh, when they come back into uh, the leagues along, they um, they looked me up. I was stationed in Melbourne doing a course in the Melbourne Tech. Yeah, I was a ground crew in the Air Force, and uh, that's and I had seven matches before they I finished up in New Guinea for fifteen and a half months. Wow! So I, I couldn't quite work this out. Were you in the war? Were you in the army first, and then you played football, or was it the other way around? No, no, I uh, I was no, I'd played junior football before I went into the services and uh, and this game we played I wasn't in the service at the time we they picked a team in Geelong to play the army and that was only football they seen the people yeah it was quite quite a good game yeah. were you playing for Newtown no at the no, at, no. So no. you still weren't you weren't playing. Oh no, I was you playing were, with Newtown. You yeah. were playing with Newtown, Newtown then, Chirwell, yeah. yeah. Which Newtown Chewell is a suburb, the and they created yeah. their own. You know, they had their own little footy team. Yeah. 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 yeah, and so you were playing for them, and then you were you were conscripted. Yeah. Or you went you you That's joined right, up. I should it? say you weren't conscripted. You were joined up, and you went from there, and that was how you then went to Geelong. Yeah. So and uh, <coughs> the ref wouldn't give me play, a lead to play on Saturday. Yeah. For Geelong. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'd play, come back to Melbourne and played with the ref on a Sunday against <laughs> the Army in the night. Yeah. 
And that happened. So yeah. that's what he did. Wow. He used to play for Geelong on the Saturday and then, and then come him. back and play for the ref on the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Tim about uh, doing your team in New Guinea. Tell Tim about the te- football team you played for in New Guinea during the war. Oh, yeah, I'll come to that in a moment. <laughs> yeah, when I was at Geelong, they uh, gave you a jumper and they gave you nicks, gave you socks, your boots. When you finished, they took them back. Yeah. Not like today. Yeah, yeah no, not at all. And they used to play, you got a three pound a week. Yeah. 30 shillings for training. I used to train out of Footscray, I'd get a lead pass from the Melbourne Tech. And we were stationed in the old West Melbourne Tech, which is a William Andrews food school now in La Trobe Street. Yep. The 300 of it was the Marchstadt in La Trobe Street, if it wasn't raining. Yep. And March home again. So I was there for uh, three months. So I would get three, three pound a week, 30 shillings for training two nights and 30 shillings a play. Yep. Wow. Um, so how was it playing for Geelong in 1944, considering... 44, yeah. Well, they didn't play in 42 or 43, so it was like the team that had to come back. What was the team like? Well, we never won a game. No. But um, we could understand that two years out of the competition. Yeah. And all the other teams had been playing, you know, so... But you kicked a goal in your first game? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Against five uh, minutes against in. Five minutes in. Five minutes in, uh, and I, I started on the half forward flank. I never played forward at all in all the time I've been playing. Yeah. Five minutes in, Plummer. He was in the back pocket. He got the ball. He raced out, and I grabbed him about oh, around about fifty yards out from goal. Yeah. Holding the ball. Kick straight through the goal. So your first kick in league yeah. football is a goal. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What a way to start. So quarter time, I was moved to centre-half back and I played the three games at centre-half back and the rest of the games I played full-back. And I used to play over Sunday with the ref at full-back. <laughs> <laughs> God, it must have been tiring playing two games a weekend. Well, they, they, they did a lot of marching, so I think the legs yeah. were probably pretty good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I think they were very well, good. They were in good condition, that, I think. The best game I'd seen was that 1937 Grand Final. Yeah, you said that. It was fantastic. Rabbit hunting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit hunting, <laughs> Not because they won the premiership, it was great football. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. I'm still using the drop kicks those days. Yeah. Wow. Any place kicks? <laughs> no. No place it's kicks. It's funny you mentioned that. When I was a kid growing up, uh, Chilwell had their own team. They were they joined with Newtown later. There used to be a bloke played fullback, Clemmy Jones his name was. A big fat bloke. He, and every time there was a behind scored, he he plays kick the ball. Oh, really? From full back? And it'd go over the centre every time. Oh, God, is that <laughs> I can see him doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And it's a funny thing. They, uh, they use the outside ground, which some areas use now for, foot, for football. 
Uh, but the club rooms was they had to cross road home terrace halfway up one of the streets. Yeah. I used to leave the girl at half time down to the club. <laughs> It was, it was really, an old tin shoe, really wasn't it? Yeah. And, and cold showers, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't know hot showers. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you only you played seven games for Geelong. You only played seven games for Geelong? Yeah, seven yeah. games, yeah. And then, from and then I was moved to Sydney. We were Sydney there for a few days in Townsville. And then I landed in Port Moresby. And I was there for 15 and a half months. Did you take yeah. football with you? I did. We played a, uh, we played the army a few times at Port Moresby. Yeah. But uh, that ground we we made ourselves. We, yeah. It was all right. But when I moved to my dad, we played up there. Played a couple of games there. The ground was coral. Coral. <laughs> oh. So you wouldn't want to fall over. Yeah. No. What you, what were goalposts? Trees? <laughs> yeah, there's no, no trouble getting goalposts. It's all right, yeah. Yeah, so um, we, did, we played a couple of games at Redding, but wasn't. And were you saying, Jody, that he, that Alex, helped organise the teams? or? Well, no, he organised the team to play in New Guinea. Oh, okay. So he got together the group of guys and there were various numbers and people and playing up there to try and keep them all going, weren't you? Yeah. So did you play with anybody, I can't remember this, but did you play with anybody up there that you knew? You didn't know any no. players at no. all? They were all just guys no. you, you got together. That's right, yeah. Right. What was the quality like? Was it good games? Oh, it was pretty good. The Moresby was pretty good. We had some great games with the army, the refs there. Yeah. Come around about the even, I suppose. Who would win? Yeah. <laughs> Did Raf win or the army? Yeah. No, no, we, we we were about equal, I'd say, you know. Yeah. Nice. But I moved around a few bit. I went from Port Moresby to Lai. I then lay there for a while and then Finch Harbour and then Madang and Nad Zab. Yanksha and Yab was Zab when we were there. Yeah. So part of the RAAF, what what was your role with the RAAF, with the RAF? What was your role with the RAF? Oh, I was uh, a fitter, you know, looking after the vehicles and all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. So. Nice. I never got to the front line, thank God. Yeah, thank God, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you got had time to play football. Did you yes. keep an eye on the, like, the schools in the league, were they... Well, did you get notification, Dad, of uh, how the games were going back in Melbourne when you were Oh, up there? yeah, we, we used to see... Always got us the scores in it. Too. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'll never forget that I was in the New Guinea with the grand final between uh, South Melbourne and Carlton. The bloodbath. <laughs> Who won? Oh, Carlton run. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. Did you listen to it? Oh, they had a bloke playing for South Melbourne, Jack Williams, his name. Oh, he could play a bit of rat bag. Yeah. <laughs> he, he jumped the fence and, and the belt of spectators. Yeah. That's the reason, that's the reason it's called the bloodbath. A, a lot of players were suspended. <laughs> oh, I 
I didn't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of the Anzac Day game? The, the Anzac Day game that Essendon and Carlton uh, Well, I reckon that they're the wrong thing. It shouldn't be just the two teams, same team. They should be, they should go on a rotation basis. Yeah. Because all those teams had players that went to the... Uh, oh, I reckon it makes them feel that it... Mm. Yeah. That's a good idea, but uh, I don't agree with it. The same team playing every year. Yeah. I think it should be on a rotation, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a nice respectful way to honour people like you who served. Do it again. Is it a nice, respectful way to honour people like you that served? Do you feel it's oh, respectful? Oh, well, I think it is. You know, and the people have gone. There's not, not many. There was, I forget how many players that joined the services during the war in my era. Mm. Yeah. There's not not many left now. No. No. We went and spoke to Jack Jones last week, who was also in New Guinea. Yeah. Oh, was he? Resident. Yeah. Okay. He's 94. Yeah. He played with Essendon, but following the war. Yeah. Talking to Barbara, who's our daughters, my dad's granddaughters, next door neighbour. Wow. I think dad might be one of the oldest one, oldest players ex-players around now that's wow. probably still got it well, this there. Is, yeah, oldest. Yeah, oldest. well, that's so certainly oldest the oldest <laughs> Geelong one. We certainly know that. Yeah. But she was thinking that I think there might be one that might be older, but I'm not sure that he's quite with it. So, yeah. so Dad's still got... It's just a shame about the old leg, Dad, <laughs> and a bit, a little bit to do with the hearing. <laughs> that's okay. Um. Think about this question: What was life like in Melbourne and Geelong during the war? Ah, uh, well, I didn't. I didn't seem to worry me much uh, because uh, you're too busy when you had a bit of leave trying to get back from Melbourne to Geelong. You know, most times you you get on the train, it didn't cost you nothing. You travel everywhere, yeah. nothing, you know. So. And was yeah. that because you was a serviceman that it yeah, cost you nothing? Yeah. So as long <laughs> as you were in your uniform. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. usually, but you were always busy as kids. You always did things and you weren't, you didn't ever hung around really, did you? Oh, no, no. So you were fairly busy. And, yeah. and so when you came back from the war, you didn't play football anymore? Or you didn't play uh, the ball, I it? played uh, probably. Uh, I had a couple of games with the seconds, but with John, yeah, the malaria. Really. Oh, of course, yeah. Because yeah. Dad would get malaria about every three months; it would reoccur every, and it took years yeah. to get oh, out yeah. of the system. <laughs> but gradually, the the time between each bout got longer. Yeah. But it would get it would get much. So he just couldn't. And uh, I dropped under, under 11 stone. I was getting thinner and thinner and thinner. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I, I, couldn't, I couldn't go to work because they weren't employing me because I'd, I'd get a job 
and then he was there for five days and he became crook again. Yeah. 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 That's tough. And it was really, yeah, I was very lucky that I, that I got rid of it. Yeah. It took some time, but. And do you, you still follow the cats, obviously? <laughs> yep. Yep. No, we did, I didn't see that many games after. But you still follow Geelong, don't you? You're oh, still yes. Geelong supporter, yes. <laughs> through and through. <laughs> but I'm not, not very happy with that coach. <laughs> really? They're doing well this, this year. Hey, very undisciplined. You think? <laughs> Who was your coach in 44? Tom Arkley. And what was he like yeah, as a coach? Tom, Tom played in Hickey's. Um, good player, old Tom. Yeah. Was he a good coach? And he, he was a coach, yeah. Was he a good coach? He was what? a good good coach? Was he a good coach? Oh, yeah, yeah. Your voice like... is a bit lower than Sorry, what yeah. Dad hears. Yeah, that's okay. Um, tough, fair, hard? Oh, it's hard. That's, that's the only way to coach, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Chris Scott. <laughs> yeah, so. Dad, Dad feels... They don't mind their men, do they? You've got to mind your man. Follow your man. If you haven't got the ball, you'll never get it by not man enough. Oh. It's as simple as that. He gets very frustrated. Some of the games, and I've seen a bit of the Richmond game and CWS. Uh, yeah. I couldn't believe the way Richmond were playing. And yeah. the week before when they played Collingwood. Terrible. Yeah, games changed a lot. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah. But, but what's the first thing you say? Pick up your man, mind your man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he lacks the, the one thing in his football. He's lucky he came to Geelong at a ready-made side, won a premiership. Yeah. Very fortunate. But he hasn't done too well since then. No, but they've had a good start this year. You never know. They're looking good at the moment. Yeah, yeah. very good. Well, I got some nice young guys you're impressed with, aren't they? You've got there were a couple of young guys you like the look of. Oh yeah, yeah, they've got a, they, they put a bit more speed in their team. You know, yeah, a bit slow, but uh, no, they're showing showing a bit of form there. But they're still, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to get down there and give him a pet talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of all the questions I had. Uh, I'd have to say Reg Hickey. He's the best, best player I've seen play for Geelong. Yeah. All round. Yeah. At that, yeah. <clears throat> what would be, if you go, say, into the 60s, into the 60s, who would be your best player in the 60s? Uh, you, you had a soft spot for Polly Farmer, didn't you? Oh, yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of, lot of good players. Yeah. When you, when you think back, well, who's better this and that, who's better than Yeah, that? that's right. But Farmer, he was good, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Like, some of his handball was incredible. Yeah. Like especially when Goggin played yep. with him, he, he gave 30, 40 metres handball, yep. straight as a guy. 
They were a team, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I know, they were magic to watch people like that, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. So, that's where I think you miss a bit of that this now. You don't see that. You see the ruck, but not quite the same. No, not. Oh, the yeah. ruck was a real contest then, wasn't they it? They messed around, they're still messing around. Yeah. With the change in the rules all the time. You go back to the original Australian rules. Yeah. Like we, we, we go, we've got a rugby, you can run as far as you like with the ball. Mm. How often do you see a free kick mm. for running too far with that bounce? Yeah. <coughs> and Every now and then. This, yeah, this, yeah. That's a throw. Like Ted Whitney introduced the flick, the flick pass. pass. They wiped that. Yeah. That's better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, it is. <laughs> So, you know, like, things like that. What was, um, what was Cryo Oval like? Watching or playing at Cryo Oval? Uh, oh, that's, when you look back over the surprise, it's, it's hard to, like, you, you had players like Skilton, and he won three round that medal, and Stuart won three round that. Like, that's incredible. But what was the Cario ground like? What was oh. the ground like itself? Oh, the ground was all right. Because mm. some of the grounds you played on originally, you used to have to get the cattle off first. Oh, you? that was your new football. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and holes like that. And I never had a knee injury or an ankle injury. Yeah. But I reckon it's all to do with when I was growing up, you either walked or you run or rode a bike. Yeah. And your diet was totally different to what it is today, you know. Yeah. And I think that's got a lot of, lot to, everywhere they go, you see them on the news. In the cars. Car. Mm. No walking or running or like that. They do plenty of running training, but that's not like mm. every day, you know. Yeah. And I think that's got a lot to do with the injuries they get today. Yeah, maybe. And the diet's got a lot to do with it now. The diet's a lot different to what we used to have, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, you used to go rabbiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plenty of stews. And yeah. Well, it was only basic food with that many oh, people course, yeah. in the family. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and the Depression and the war as well. Oh, I guess. absolutely. Yeah. That's a photo of the, of the, um, the ground with the, the 1937. Wow. Where they... With um, the five deep. Yeah. There's another one a bit further. That one there. Whoa. Whoa, look at the other side. I know. Look at You're not allowed to do that yeah. now. Oh, sorry, he's dropped his hearing aid, Tim. Can you, you grab it? it? You got it, Dad? Yeah. Oh, no, he's got it. Um, yeah, so that shows you just... Uh, and you wouldn't be allowed to do no. that now. health and safety. Well, there was over 90,000 there. Wasn't there, Dad? At 1937 Grand Final, there was over 90,000, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were and packed in. during the war, that ground wasn't used. The Yanks had part of it, but they weren't allowed to go on the ground, and the RAF had, had their number one recruiting depot there. And uh, when I joined the RAF, I slept in that old sudden stand and a palliace, no, no, no stretcher in it, it was straw in a, a long. 
Two nights. On the concrete tiers. In the MCG. <laughs> In the MCG. Yes. But no one was allowed to use the centre ground. No. You no. only stayed out, right? Yeah, no, no, okay. no. No, they weren't allowed to use the ground. Fascinating. And you played at Cardinia Park with John? Yeah. Did you? Did you and, play? And, and he, uh, a few games. Yes, I did. I'm just trying to think of the game we played, yeah. Uh, I've got a list here somewhere. I played at Essendon, I played at... I've got the teams he played just Park somewhere. Road. Uh, Carlton. Carlton, yeah. Uh, Wendy Hill is terrible ground. The only good thing about it was getting the first kitchen kick in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Cardinia Park was... was it, I think Geelong only moved well, there in 41. Cardinia Park was... When when I was growing up, they used to have a speedway there, motorbikes. Okay. And then uh, they got rid of that, and they had a an asphalt track there where the country fire brigades used to have their demonstration. It was a, an asphalt track, uh, and they had these uh, hose reels. They used to have the and run with that reel and hose. And they had the, the uh, where they used to go up the ladders, whatever, yeah. They used that for years before Geelong which went from Skyrover, yeah. And then, so they moved in 41 yeah. to Cardinia, so 44 was only their second season, yeah. which was your first season. Yeah. Your first game at Cardinia was against Carlton. Yeah. You played Essendon at Windy Hill, then That's you played right. Carlton a, at Cardinia, yeah. 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 And they won by 63 points. Yes. <laughs> Do you have to tell him Sorry. that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So seven games, seven losses. Yeah. But, I mean, if Geelong didn't have a team for those other two years, so... Two years. years. Yeah. And yeah. really, mostly and they, everyone... They that... were lucky to get back in. The league didn't want them back in again. You know, they had a hell of a job getting back in. Yeah. And old Maury Jacobs, he had the clothing store in Geelong with Jew. He was president of Geelong Football Club. He fought like hell to get him back in. Yeah. Which they did do, you know. Yeah. So how come you only played seven games? So did you head off to the war in the middle of that season? How come you only played seven? Did you head off to the war Well, at that time? That's right. I was a station in Melbourne. Yep. I moved me to Sydney. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then that was from was Sydney there for you about went. Three days and uh, then yeah. they flew they flew us to town. Okay. And then two days in Townsville and New Guinea. And they obviously didn't think you were important enough to stay back here and play for Geelong. <laughs> 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 they took you off. <laughs> so but that's Oh, that's a bit of a shame you only cop seven games in to play before you were taken away. Mm. I mean, you have, you were still playing football prior to that. Oh, yeah. With, yeah, the, with yeah. The, the RAF and also with Newtown. Yeah. So you were still playing, but it was just that your Geelong thing was then. That's yeah. right, yeah. That was a bad timing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't win a game that whole season either. No, no. See, they missed you. Yeah. You kicked the first goal. <laughs> Is that your favourite memory from your time playing? 
I think so. Yeah. That'd be your favourite memory, wouldn't it? The yeah. first goal, you, you goal. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I think that was the first time I asked you about playing for Geelong. Uh, it's always been the first comment, so yeah. it would have to be the first favourite. <laughs> um, any other stories from your playing days? Oh, not really. No. Uh, but that was a, a real highlight, actually, first game. Oh, yeah. And to play on a, in a position I hadn't played football in, you yeah. Because all your, all your pre, even with Newtown, was all in the back line, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, either that or I played a lot in the rucks as well. But uh, never, never forward. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably stories, but you need probably. to sort of have a bit of a, but yeah. 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 But it was more about, it was a big community in Geelong, wasn't it? You know, oh, you yeah. were all part yeah. of it. So yeah. It's still a bit like that, yeah. but it was very much so then. And uh, the name Matheson was very well known down in there and with all the boys, of course. Yeah. And they had businesses or they worked there and whatever. Tell Tim about getting your driving licence, which has nothing to do with football. <laughs> uh, yeah, this... Uh... Jack Evans, he was in the police force, good player Evans for Geelong. Yeah. And they never had many cars in those early days. So uh, I go down there and he said, come on, he come out with a, a, a box full of summonses. So he said to deliver summonses, those, those, those uh, police. Yeah. Uh, to go on their bikes, either way, two and a half hours. But this time he didn't go on a bike, he drove no, him all the way all round the <laughs> to get his licence. I think that's one of my favourite ones, is the, <laughs> the local policeman taking you for your licence yeah. and, you're, and you're the driver delivering the summonses. <laughs> Well, oh, that's a great story. But that's what you, you did in, um, the, in those days. You, yeah. you, you know, you just did everything the police said for you to do. So, but you knew him through the football too, Jack Evans, didn't you? You knew him through oh, yeah, football, yeah. yeah. So, and see, in the nineteen thirty-seven grand final, there was two Hardemans playing. They were brothers, and uh, my younger sister married the. The youngest boy of the Hardman family, yep. Jack Hardman. So there's a connection between the yeah. Mathis and the yeah. wow. Well, I guess Geelong was like that a bit, wasn't yeah. it? It um, you sort of it really around. was a community. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was still a fairly big town when you oh, were yeah, growing up, yeah, but it yeah. was only a town, yeah. of course. But every you sort of knew that through the football clubs and that, and. That's what you did, you, yeah. you got to know them. Yeah. Cool. To find out more about the Kick to Kick team and the sources we use, visit our website www.kicktokickpodcast.com. You can contact us via email at kicktokickpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram under at kicktokickpod. Thanks so much for listening.